Hey, what's going on, CVXA fam? On today's episode, we're going to be discussing what it means to be a spirit-filled believer and why we value the Holy Spirit within our Chi Alpha community. Let's talk about it. We are CVXA, a student faith movement for all nations across the Central Valley College campuses. We believe in a Holy Spirit-led life filled with real devotion, real brotherhood, and real responsibility. Our prayer for you is that you will learn and grow through today's podcast. Man, today we are going to take a journey through the book of Acts. And we specifically want to focus in on who the Holy Spirit is and why we value him and his consistent presence within our Chi Alpha community. Now, as we go through today's topic, I will be referring to different scriptures. And I want to challenge you as a follower of Jesus to go back and to study the Bible scriptures for yourself. As disciples of Jesus, we need to have an understanding of God's word through the knowledge and through experience. We grow into full maturity in Christ when we do this. Every mature disciple of Jesus possesses a deep love for God's word. Like the psalmist David wrote in Psalms 119-111-112, this is what he said about God's word. He wrote, Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. Man, Lord, let us have the same passion and devotion to your word like the psalmist David had when he was here on this earth. Now, as we begin this topic of the Holy Spirit, we must first answer this question. Who is the Holy Spirit? He is the third person of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, in which we find in Genesis chapter 1. Now, we're not talking about three different gods, but it is the same God through three different expressions. The best example I always love to give is this. Water, or H2O, has three different expressions. There's liquid there's solid, and then there's gas, but it's still the same H2O. In the same way, it is the same God, but three different expressions of the same God through the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, they are all equal and in harmony with each other, but the Holy Spirit is the only person, and notice that I said person, not a thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. In fact, we can grieve him, we can quench, we can stop him flowing through our lives, but the Holy Spirit is the only person that is here on earth. The uniqueness of the Holy Spirit is his presence within us. In fact, Jesus said in John chapter 16 that when he ascended to heaven, that the Holy Spirit would come down from heaven to earth and dwell in each and every believer. The Holy Spirit's job is to help us to live victoriously for the cause of Christ and to give glory to the Father in heaven because they all work in harmony. Now, What happens as a result of a life led by the Holy Spirit? Now, what happens as a result of a life led by the Holy Spirit? Well, we're reading Acts chapter 1, 3 through 5. After his suffering, we're talking about Jesus. He presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days now, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now that word baptized is actually bapto in Hebrew. 
And bapto means to dip in or to immerse. Another way you can say this scripture that Jesus was really saying, he was in a few days from now, you will be immersed in the Holy Spirit. Now, scripture teaches us that there are two types of encounters that we can have with the Holy Spirit. There's salvation and then there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 1, 13 through 14, the apostle Paul, he wrote this about salvation. In him, you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to praise of his glory. Now, what he's saying right here is simply this. When you and I said yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit entered us and sealed us for the day of redemption, for our salvation. What that means is when we go to heaven, God's not going to see Jamil. God's going to see his spirit inside of Jamil. And in so doing so, that grants me access into heaven. And so that is our first type of encounter with the Holy Spirit. Now, what Jesus was talking about in the book of Acts was a secondary encounter with the Holy Spirit. Now, another way you could say, but simply say this is that the Holy Spirit is in you for your sake, but he comes upon you or you get baptized in the Holy Spirit for the sake of others. So why do we become baptized or immersed in the Holy Spirit? Well, Acts 1.8 says this, Jesus continues, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now, the, the, the geographical kind of locations, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, they actually go in and they keep spreading out and more and more. And when you see Acts 1, it really coincides with our vision here in Central Valley Kaiapha. You know, our vision is we see the kingdom of heaven manifest on our campuses and deliver to the nations. We start on our campus and we see God's kingdom expanded from our campus to our city, to our nation, to the nations. Because God has a global heart and he wants to make sure all of the nations know Jesus. Now, let's go back to the scriptures. What happened when these first uh, disciples were baptized in the Holy Spirit? Acts 2, 1 through 4 says this. Now, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues of fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. So what we see here in the book of Acts was that they were praying and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit came in and filled up every single believer. And they began speaking in tongues because they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. That was one of the first evidence of them being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, what was the immediate fruit of the disciples that were immersed in the Holy Spirit? Well, as we keep reading a few verses later in the book of Acts chapter 2, Peter preaches his first sermon and the Bible says that 3,000 people got saved. 3,000 people got saved after Peter was baptized in the Holy Spirit because there was such a boldness to preach the gospel. Now in Chi Alpha, we value the Holy Spirit for a few reasons. 
The first reason is because he empowers us with a greater level of boldness to witness for Jesus. Acts chapter 4, 23 through 27. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And now as we continue reading uh, verse 29 to 31, it says, After they prayed, the place that they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God more boldly. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. These guys were already baptized in the Holy Spirit, yet the Bible says that they were filled again with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit filled them again as they prayed for more of God, one for more bold preaching, for healings, for miracles, for signs and wonders, all in Jesus' name to be glorified. Now, I'm not suggesting that we need a second baptism in the Holy Spirit. But what we do see is this, is that we need more of the Holy Spirit. This is why the Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, Do not be drunk with wine, which is rebellion. Instead, be filled with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. That word filled means continual filling, not just a one-time fill-up, not like a gas tank, but or excuse me, not just a one-time filler up, but like a gas tank. You got to keep filling up as you pour out and keep being filled over and over and over again. Now, we value the Holy Spirit because he empowers us to walk in signs, wonders, and miracles. As we keep reading in the book of Acts chapter 5, we pick up on verse 12, and it says, The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared to join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that least, at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Wow, Peter was so full of the spirit that when he walked by, his shadow casted out demons. His shadow healed people because he was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. What would it look like for you and I to be a people on our campus so full of the Holy Spirit, but just by being in our presence, our campus, our administration, our students, our peers receive healing and deliverance from the Lord because we're so full of the Holy Spirit. Now, at least we think that this was just for the first apostles. I want to highlight one of my favorite heroes in the Bible. His name is Stephen. In fact, he was the first martyr for the Christian faith written in the scriptures. But the Bible says in Acts chapter 6, verse 8, that Stephen was a disciple of Jesus who walked in signs, wonders, and miracles. In fact, the Bible specifically says that he was a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. But what I love about Stephen was he wasn't an original apostle. He was literally a waiter. The Bible says that there was a food ministry that they had it. They needed. Um, they needed to help oversee a few a food distribution, and they said that they prayed and they God said to highlight Stephen as someone who could run the food program. Now this same food program manager was also full of the Holy Spirit and walking in signs, wonders, and miracles. So this tells you and I that you didn't have to be an apostle if you simply believe in Jesus and you call yourself a follower of Jesus. We're meant to walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit and to walk in signs, wonders, and miracles. 
Walking in the miraculous is normal Christianity. This is what the Bible teaches us. And so when we say we are a Holy Spirit-led community, it means that we are intentionally not going to grieve the Holy Spirit. Because in Ephesians chapter 4.30, it says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. It means that we will not quench the Holy Spirit either. 1 Thessalonians 5.19 says, Do not quench subdue or be unresponsive to the working and guidance of the Holy Spirit. We do not want to stop the flow of the Holy Spirit and we do not want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Both will stop the work of God. We want to be sensitive to his voice and we want to allow him to flow through our lives. Now we do make it a point to depend on the Holy Spirit daily. In fact, in John chapter seven, verse 37 through 39, This is what Jesus said about our reliance on the Holy Spirit. Now, on the last and most important day of the feast, Jesus stood up and called out in a loud voice. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, who adheres to trust in and relies on me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow continual rivers of living water. But he was speaking of the Holy Spirit, whom those who had believed in him as savior were to receive afterward. The spirit had not been given yet because Jesus was not yet glorified. So what this is saying is that Jesus was saying, if you are thirsty, come and you will be filled with the Holy Spirit and he will be flowing through you like continuous rivers of living water. Now, why did Jesus make that analogy? Well, because rivers of living water, water represents life, represents refreshment, rest, rep, represents restoration. And when waters are flowing, that's how life continues to flow. Because whenever water is consistent, it brings life and abundance and it, and it makes its way through all the earth. And so Jesus was saying that when we are filled with him, his Holy Spirit is flowing through us. Now, the question that you and I have to ask ourselves is, do you and I put ourselves in situations where the Holy Spirit has to show up. You know, sometimes we feel like we have to feel anointed to step out in what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. Oftentimes, when it really comes down to is that it's only when we come to an end of ourselves is that when the Holy Spirit can truly flow through us. Sometimes we just have to submit to his voice and let our feelings catch up. And so my challenge to us, Chi Alpha family, is this, is to stay filled with the Holy Spirit drink up consistently. You know, I have a house here in Denaire in the Central Valley. And in the Central Valley, it can get anywhere between 100 to 110, depending on certain days throughout the summer. And my job over my house is to make sure my grass stays alive every summer in my backyard. Now, in order to do so, I must water it again and again and again, because if I don't water it repeatedly, it will dry up in the Central Valley climate. I never allow my lawn to get parched. What am I communicating? It's simply this. It is your responsibility to stay filled with the Holy Spirit again and again, living in the climate, the hostile climate that we live in, the spiritual climate we live in. We must be filled so that we do not get dry, but we are overflowing for ourselves and for those that are around us. So in the same way that I water my grass, it's the same with filling ourselves with the Holy Spirit. So I want to talk about a few practicals to walking a life filled or immersed with the Holy Spirit. Now, in order to stay immersed in the Holy Spirit, 
Number one, we must stay immersed in his word. His word brings us strength, brings us joy, brings us faith. But to stay immersed in the Holy Spirit, we must also stay immersed in prayer. And the final one, in order to stay immersed in the Holy Spirit, we must stay immersed in fellowship with other believers. The Bible says that we can strengthen one another when we get around other spirit-filled believers. Why? Because when two or three are gathered together, Jesus said, I will be in your midst. So let's go back and review. We stay immersed in the Holy Spirit when we stay immersed in his word, when we stay immersed in prayer, and when we stay immersed in fellowship with other believers. Now, I want to recommend a resource to you guys. It's called Good Morning Holy Spirit by Benny Hinn. Now, I've heard multiple students that have read this. It is a workbook. You kind of make your way through, but it gives you practical insight on growing your relationship with the Holy Spirit. It also gives you a deeper understanding on who the Holy Spirit is. I want to challenge you to pick up this resource and begin your discipleship journey with the Holy Spirit. Okay, CVXA fam, that is all we got for today's podcast. We are a Holy Spirit-led community. We are called to live a supernatural life of demonstrating God's love empowered to a world desperate to know him and we can only do this when we are filled with his holy spirit may the lord bless you and keep you as you continue your journey with the holy spirit we are cvxa a student faith movement for all nations across the central valley college campuses we believe in a holy spirit led life filled with real devotion real brotherhood and real responsibility Our prayer for you is that you will learn and grow through today's podcast.